This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The pro-farmer crop tour put the U.S. corn yield at 177 bushel per acre, 2.4 more than the August crop survey of 174.6. Given the route that they take, that is likely about right. If you overlaid the drought monitor map over their tour route, they missed almost all the most severe drought of the Corn Belt. In Iowa, they sweep up both sides of the state with a big hole in the middle where the red on the drought map is. They only check the best land in South Dakota, very little in Minnesota, and none in North Dakota. Every place where they go, crops are pretty good, and where they don't go is where the poor crops are. Last year, their true result was five bushel per acre too high. Pro Farmer estimates the soybean crop at 51.2 bushel per acre, 1.2 bushel higher than the August survey. Again, basis their tour route, that would not be out of line. In general, soybean prospects are better than corn as they were less impacted by the dry June and subsequent heat. They are a drought crop that can handle stress if eventually given a drink. Pro Farmer also did not adjust for harvested acres relative to planted acres. USDA makes the acreage adjustment in the October report, and it could be a significant reduction in harvested acres this year. Farmers need to wait for this information before making sales. End users hope that they can acquire grain and soy inventory before USDA is forced to come with a more reflective balance sheet to reality. This is a buying opportunity for end users. Farmers need to bend crops and wait instead, with one exception, That would be those that have the potential for an early harvest to take advantage of basis premiums where they now exist for old crop corn. We have strong feed and ethanol demand for corn here in northwest Iowa where we import rather than export corn from this region. We typically import corn from the Dakotas, but they will have a short crop and need most all of the corn they produce this year. Basis at our local ethanol plants pretty much tell the story. There are some strong premiums offered over Chicago border trade futures, and many extend into mid-September. This is a selling opportunity for new crop if you have an early harvest capability. There is obviously not a lot of old crop corn, and they can see that we do not have a record new crop harvest coming here in northwest Iowa either. Given the abrupt end of the growing season, there will be some early corn harvest. Basis will weaken for the last half of September into harvest, but not stay there long basis improvement alone will pay handsomely for storage this fall. The decline in corn prices makes silage value even more competitive. Acres of corn cut for silage vary significantly between drought and non-drought years, ranging from about 900,000 to 1.8 million. This year there is likely to be record silage cut in the plains and western corn belt, where 2 million or more acres may be cut for silage. Along with silage, there's also a significant amount of corn that is not good enough to be cut for silage that will be unharvested. On the other side, it is possible that there will be more acres planted to corn than USDA reported in June. These acreage adjustments should be made in the October report. The changes should be net bullish to the balance sheet. The fire truck did not reach our crops soon enough last week. Our heavy ground outlasted the light ground, but it was deteriorating too, firing lower leaves. Normally we get two weeks after the light ground fires before our crops on heavy ground get toasted. Due to the lack of subsoil moisture, that buffer was about a week this year. With no water in the soil profile, everyone has light ground. Last week, crop condition deteriorated significantly. 
The hot, dry wind last Friday was so hard on crops that you could visibly see the deterioration through the day as corn paled before the front came through. A portion of the driest spot on the drought monitor map in Iowa got a better rain, as did North Dakota in the Red River Valley in Minnesota. An inch of rain on this fire will not put it out. It is too late for crops in North Dakota and Canada. Northwest Nebraska, South Dakota, and much of Minnesota got missed. Once corn turns brown, it doesn't turn back green again. Rain came too late for most of the corn in the western corn belt. It will not add bushels at this point, only stabilize them from further deterioration, providing them something to fill if the plant is alive enough to do that. It was raining a couple of weeks ago, and our farm got two and a half inches where I live, only got eight tenths. That had the most impact on current crop condition. Despite my pessimism for corn yields, I still have optimism for the soybeans. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.